Welcome to Tofugu Podcast. My name is Mami. I'm a native Japanese speaker and a Japanese language lover. And I'm indecisive about whether soup is eaten or drunk today. So I'll pass this question on to the next person. Well, my name is Kanae, and I'm also a native speaker of Japanese, and I'm a part time tutor of Japanese. Well, for me, soup is something to drink. So, soup wa nomu mono desu yo. My name is Cameron.、Um, I'm a learner of Japanese. So, English is my native language. Hmm. And it really depends for me on what language I'm speaking. But I think when it gets down to it, I feel like soup wa taberu mono desu yo. Something you eat. What about canned corn soup from vending machines in Japan, though? Oh, I love that soup. In the wintertime. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I've even seen that bottled in Japan. Like, if you get a bottled tea, you could get a bottled soup. Soup? <laughs> so I guess in But... that case,、uh, it does feel more like nomu drink. I guess.、Mm. Yeah. To me, like when the soup is smooth, that you can just drink it without a spoon or anything, or even with a spoon. I feel like it's nomu drink, and then we say nomu in Japanese. But when the things are in it, like a chunk of vegetables or meat, I get confused. I feel like maybe、mm. it's more of a taberu. Yeah, I was surprised like, how people here refer to Vietnamese fall as soup. Because to me, it was like noodles. Yeah, but it's noodle soup. It's noodles in soup, right? So you eat it. Yeah. Eat and <laughs> drink. Mm. So, why are we talking about soup today? <laughs> so, yeah, this is, a,、yeah. this is super random. <laughs> is that fun you made? <laughs> Terrible one, yes. Super, super. Anyway, so today we are going to talk about two common Japanese particles, yo and ne. We just try to use them in our conversation. And just like that, you'll often come across these particles at the end of many Japanese sentences. Do you know what these particles are doing there, Cameron?、Um, yeah, so let's see. In my experience as a learner, I remember I first started learning Japanese in high school, and I remember thinking, yo was a spoken question mark, and ne was like a tag question, like saying, right? At the end of a sentence. Mm. Mm.、Um, now that I've you know, been learning Japanese for much longer, I feel differently about it. Like, I feel like yo is about like, telling someone something, so you're informing them. And ne is kind of about trying to get agreement with somebody or something、mm. along those lines.、Um, mm. But yeah, it seems very nuanced. Right. Yeah, I think so too. I guess like when you say yo, you assume that. The person you're talking to doesn't know the information. So, like, I'm telling you, like, hey, soup is something to drink. But ne is that you assume that the person you're talking to agrees what you're saying. Right. So, I can say to mommy, then, like, soup is something or something. To、oh, kind of, you, yeah. You agree. But, like, if I disagree, I might say, Yeah,、mm. soup is a taboo. 
right? Because I'm yeah. like, you don't have yeah. the same opinion, so I'm trying to assert it. Right. Mm. Yeah, that's the your ne. Yeah, just like you two said, they are both communicative tools and usually used in a conversation to add some nuance to a sentence. And for your, it adds the nuance that the person is providing new information or new perspective, or at least that they want to give the impression that uh, that's what they're doing. So mm. like uh, Cameron mm. said, soup wa taberu mono da yo, to say like, hey, Kanae, you might not understand this, but I'm giving you this new perspective. Right. I see. So it's like about kind of letting the person you're talking to know that what you're saying is new information to them. Mm-hmm. Whether it's like maybe it's in this case, it's your opinion. Yeah. But I guess it could also be like, you know, alerting someone of something or giving them actual like new information. Right. Like if someone on the street drops a wallet or something, then like you want to catch attention of that person mm-hmm. and say mm-hmm. like, Using uh, yo, you're saying like, hey, you dropped your wallet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if Cameron dropped the can of corn soup, we can, <laughs> we can shout out to you. Like, <laughs> corn soup <laughs> <laughs> That would be so sad. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And on the other hand, Ne adds the nuance that the information is not the speakers alone, but it's kind of shared between the speaker and the listener. And the speaker imagines that the listener is hopefully on the same page as them. Like mm. if you and your friend are hanging out together on a really cold day, and then you may say like, ne, your friend may respond like, Dane, yeah, I agree. Right. But you can also say like, I don't agree. Yeah. Too, like, <laughs> like, I'm not in the mood for corn soup today. It's like, I'm in the mood for kakigori, for example, like shaved eyes. It's so hot. Yeah, I think so, because it's just like the assumption from the speaker that they both are on the same page. So if you don't want to agree with that, it's totally fine to say, mm. no, I don't think it's the day for the corn soup. It's the day for shaved ice. <laughs> so ne, you don't have to use ne when you're on the same page as somebody necessarily. Like you can just, it's if you want to present the information, like it's shared, right? That's what you're saying. Yeah. And then kind of create like togetherness often, mm. that kind of yeah, feel. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. It kind of creates the feeling of unity, like inside. Feeling. Yeah. Fuzzy, right. warm feeling. Mm. What about though? So you can also combine them, right? Like, yeah, I could say, ah, kyowa ii tenki da yo ne. Uh, mm. Like today is really good weather, right? But yeah, like how does how is that, you know, different from just choosing one particle when you use yone together? Uh, it's basically like the hybrid function of them, uh-huh. and then it allows you to demonstrate your expectation that your friend are probably agreeing with you that it's a nice day using ne, while you highlights that this perspective may only come from you. Mm. So just instead of using one of the particles, it kind of leaves a little more room for your friend to disagree. I see. Yeah, that's true. I feel like in my personal opinion, yone, like, ii tenki da yone, 
Yone sounds like more on the ne side. Mm. <laughs> Maybe right. because it ends with ne. Mm. Yeah. Right. That makes like, sense. Yeah, still kind of, you understand me. Yeah. <laughs> sounds so similar. Mm. I think that gap is like really small. Mm. But sometimes, like, yone is more of like confirming, I think, while ne is more of like, Determining a little bit stronger, I guess. Mm, determine that, like, mm, kind of forcing the other person on your opinion. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Or like, it feels so obvious to you, like, kyo i tenki da ne. Like, you yeah. could, you can't even imagine that someone would disagree because the weather's just so good. Right. Yeah. Like, I was thinking, like, for example, ame is rain, mm-hmm. and you can say. Possible patterns of sentences here is like ameda, ameda yo, ameda ne. Those mm. three patterns, like ameda, feels kind of like self-directed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like something you would say, like you would maybe talking to yourself. Mm. But it almost sounds like shocked, mm. but like ah, oh, it's raining. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You see the window and then say, oh, ameda, like self-directed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amedayo is like maybe the other person is not near the window or something. So you wanna mm. tell you you see the window and then see that it's raining and wanna tell the other person, hey, it's raining. Or maybe your friend on their phone or something. <laughs> They're just not noticing, but it's obvious that they don't know. Right. Um, mm. And Amedane would be like maybe those two people at the same time looking at the window and like, oh, it's raining. Mm. Like, it's like, you know, the other person is looking at the window. Like, it's so obvious that you share the same opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it's actually the fact, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you say like, Ame da ne, it's not necessary like you're looking at the same rainy situation. Like you are... Maybe on the phone and then asking the other person, like, I saw that uh, weather forecast says it's rainy over there. It's rain, right? Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's somewhere between. <laughs> yeah, somewhere Maybe. between gray one, hybrid one. Time for Wanikani ad. Please feel free to skip this part if you'd like, but keep listening if you want to learn about the Wanikani holiday sale. Wanikani is our kanji learning platform that uses mnemonics to teach 2,000 kanji and more than 6,000 vocabulary items. Today, we'll introduce a story from our user, Xlace, who completed our program and shared their success story on the Wanikani community forum. When I read my first graded readers, I was between levels 10 to 20 back then, I think. It was such a satisfying feeling that I could read them without much effort. I just had to look up some unknown vocabulary. Sure, it was made easier to read artificially, but it still felt as if my hard work had finally paid off. Around 20 levels later, I got the same feeling when I was able to read my first manga, Orange. Thank you for sharing your great experience, ex san Knowing that you will be able to do after putting in your effort is so important for other learners to stay motivated. And I'm so happy that we have the community to share these rewarding moments. Yay! And if you're interested in starting Wanikani, go to wanikani.com and sign up today. 
the first three levels are free. And if you really like it, it's a great timing because we've just started our once a year big holiday sale. And the holiday crabigator is here. Ho 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 ho! Let me tell you about our 2020 holiday sale. The sale is running from now until January 6th, 2021. Lifetime memberships are 33% off the regular price. That's a $100 discount! Instead of $299, you'll pay only $199! Ho 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 ho! We're also having a big sale at the Tofugu store. This is your last chance to get physical merch like Wanikani and Tofugu themed stickers and Tenugui! Check it out! Oh ho 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 ho! Well, thank you, Santa Gator. Uh, I mean, Krabby Gator. So, check out Wanikani for Kanji learning. Now, let's get back to the episode. So it seems that yo and ne have a pretty clear-cut difference functions and then yone is somewhere in between. And it's true that their use is obvious in many cases, but sometimes they can appear in a very similar context and it can be challenging for non-native speakers to figure out what the difference between them is. So for example, imagine you are talking to your partner just as they are leaving for work. It's your child's birthday, so you want to tell your partner Honey, come home as early as possible, all right? Mm, right. And in Japanese, I guess you can use like either yo, ne, or yone to say like, or ne, or yone, like come home early as possible. Mm. Uh, I guess, what do you think the nuances are here? Wait, so you're saying the difference between ne, yo, and yo ne. Yeah, yeah, they're all possible with this situation. Mm. Possible, but like slight nuance differences. Well, off the top of my head, I feel like yo mm. sounds like kind of bossy. Like, because uh, it's like if you're presenting it as new information, that means... Your partner doesn't intend, you think they don't intend to come home early. So you're like stressing it. Mm. Mm. Maybe the your partner was gonna go for a nomikai, like drinking party or something, mm. despite yeah. it's the child's birthday. Uh-huh. So you would say, like, like, yeah. 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 Can be a little casual, I think. Like, like, uh, you know that, right? Please. Right. So it's yeah. it's a lot of it too is like how do you say it? <laughs> like That's your intonation and, mm. and your relationship with the person. Like, are they always going to nomikais and coming home drunk, or are you just like saying it because you're being cute? Mm. Yeah, kind of nagging cute. Like yeah. nagging cute. Yeah, yeah. Nagging cute. <laughs> but when you use yo, it's just the new this the new ones like. I know you may not have this information, but I'm giving this information and please receive it. Like, I wanted mm. to come back home early. Yeah. Kind of things. Yeah. How about with ne? Like, you know that it's our child's birthday, right? <laughs> yeah. So you should come home and I know you know that. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like <laughs> on the same page, right? <laughs> yeah. It almost, it almost seems a little bit like 
The y'all example was really obvious that you might be like not trusting your partner to come home early. Mm-hmm. But with ne, it's like, why do you have to request something to somebody and then add ne to suggest that you're on the same page? It almost seems to me like you're being like bossier, like in a subtle way. Oh, uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. Mm. It might depend on the relationship again, but like right. maybe it could it could be a reminder. Mm-hmm. I guess too. Like "帰ってきてよ" sounds like not a reminder. It's more like request, but "帰ってきてね" is could be a reminder. Right. Yeah. Also, like it can be used in a cute way too. Like I can imagine trying to make sound cuter yourself. Like the kid that can hack a cat to get in Like brico type of. How do you say brico in English? I don't know. Like like Valley Girl kind of like. Oh yeah, <laughs> maybe <laughs> kind of show offy, I guess. Yeah. Uh, get in I guess so. Get in there, is like more. Like high maintenance kind of girl, I would imagine. But kaitekitene would be like pure, more trusting girl. Mm. I don't know. If if you say this intonation though, like kaitekitene, that sounds like nice intonation. But if you say like kaitekitene, then mm. it sounds more like stronger. Like you know that you have to come home early, right? Right. Yeah, that's, that's the true. nuance I was at first hearing from the sentence. Mm, like, I see. Like a mom talking to a child. So if it's like you're you're talking to your partner, like you're a really bossy partner is how I was mm. feeling. Mm. But right. yeah, it's totally all about like other things too, like the way that the sentence is said and your relationship. Yeah. So mm. it makes sense. True. What about your name? How does it sound to you, Kanae? This one, I think I have a hard time uh, <laughs> telling like what your name is doing. Sounds mm. to me a little bit kind of like a complaint. Mm. Mm, though I don't know why. I think like, I might mm. use this phrase like できるだけ早く帰ってきてよね。Like not at the timing they are leaving, but maybe I'm calling to them when they are at the nomikai drinking party and then like he might ha- have told me like I might be a bit late for the birthday party and then I was like I know you can't come home as quick as possible but like I'm telling you my opinion do you understand my request to right kind of sounds maybe mm. Mm. I think there's definitely like subtle nuances differences here mm. Mm. Let's uh, do we have any other examples? Because I feel like the context is so it's so there's other context coming into play. I just I want to know if we have any more examples. Yeah, I prepared a few more examples uh, so that we can understand these nuances better. Uh, So I came across this Twitter of this woman whose daughter told her, Mom, you are really reliable. Here, what her daughter said was, but you can also with ne and she could have said お母さんは頼りになるね mm. and you could use either yo or ne but the nuance is slightly different I think. Mm. Was this tweet about her mom or to her mom? Because that's changing it for me. It's both to her mom and about her mom. Mm. She was telling her mother. Okay. So mm. like the child saying to their mom. You're dependable, like your mm. or ne. 
And they yeah. said, uh, the original tweet said, Yeah. Oh, so, this is a tweet. I get it. So the mm. mom wrote a tweet about what her daughter said yeah, about yeah. her. Got yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So <laughs> for the confusing the child's tweeting. <laughs> Maybe the child was reading too. I was imagining an adult child like oh. tweeting about their mom. So, okay, it makes sense now. Uh, so, like, I don't know, for using you, I feel like maybe the child was saying, hey, mom, you're dependable and you should know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, maybe mom was feeling a little down or like maybe she has lower self esteem or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how I exactly feel too. Mm. Yeah. Like something bad happened and the mom feels like she messed up. And so the daughter's like, no, no, no. Like, yeah. yeah. Like encouraging. You know, yeah. It was actually just like that situation. Like okay. she had to break up with her spouse. And then, oh, <laughs> yeah, her daughter was telling her great. And then he was so reliable. Such a good kid. <laughs> yeah. So if it had been Nay, what would the nuance be i don't feel like her mom mm. have a trouble about her confidence like mm-hmm. it feels like her mom knows that she's reliable or like at least she should know that and then yeah her daughter is telling her mom like hey you are reliable and we are on the same page right that kind of things mm-hmm. mm. yeah i agree like it's obvious and you should know already yeah. but i'm just saying yeah maybe she just did something that made her daughter think that way right there and then it was obvious and then her daughter told the mom mm. I kind of feel the similarity of this net and Sasuga. Mm, right. It's like kind of the expectation and maybe what's the priority in other situations. Maybe like she... Like helps her with her homework or something? Yeah, or something. Mm. And that's what she does maybe every day. But uh, the daughter is like, you keep like feeling this expectation of being a dependable mom or something like that. Right. Mm. Uh, and sasuga, right? Just to yeah. recap, is a word that we use to like, ah, uh, sasuga okasan. Like, of course, my mom yeah, yeah, yeah. would do this. Like, it's it's what I expect from her. So, yeah, that, that does fit in with ne for me, too. That makes mm. sense. Mm. This one's yeah. more like a compliment, I guess. Mm. Yeah, right, rather right, than it fits perfectly. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a Sasuga episode on podcast too, right? Yes, please listen. Yeah. And another example I found is uh, this great and rather memorable quote from the everyone's favorite anime, Sailor Moon. Yay. She has a catchphrase she says whenever introducing herself to the enemy, which is, Bishoujo Senshi, Sailor Moon, Tsukini Kawatte, Oshokyo. right so let me just say that in english for everybody so yeah she says i am sailor moon and now in the name of the moon i will punish you i like that yeah thank you 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 killed it yeah that was great so this last part in japanese is tsukini kawatte oshioki yo so it uses yo here i have a question do you two think we could say with ne? Like, tsuki ni kawatte oshioki ne? As well? <laughs> <laughs> I so guess. So you brought up, you brought mm. up um, like, buriko. It almost mm. sounds like 
more mm. buriko, like more Shopping. girly girl. Like, mm. right. like Osiokiyo is like, I'm telling you, I'm going to punish you. But mm. Osiyoki, Osiyokine is like, you already know I'm going to punish you, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yo sounds stronger, I guess. Like, stronger yeah. determination. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. like hey, hey, you'll see, you'll soon see, like what I'm gonna do, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me, Ne almost feels like they both are very confident, but mm-hmm. Ne is almost like even I don't know. Somehow it feels even more confident to me because it's like you know, shared information here. You're gonna get punished. Yeah. Oh, I see. I think that can be interpreted in two ways. One is uh-huh. that, and I was thinking kind of cuter one, like I'll punish you, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like mom would be talking to their kid, like they would say, like, "今日のおやつは抜きね" or something, like, "no snack for today," and you know that, right? Right. You, there's some mischievous things, blah blah blah. Maybe. Yeah, like Oshioki. That's one of the punishment for right. Kid, they did something right. bad, so you shouldn't know what's mm. gonna happen. Right. As the result. <laughs> I think Oshiokiyo for Sailor Moon situation because she's a strong Bishoujo Senshi. <laughs> How would you translate Bishoujo Senshi, by the way? Pretty warrior girl? I forget. Yeah, or something uh-huh. like that. Bishoujo is like pretty girl and Senshi would be warrior. Right. <laughs> or fighter, mm. I guess. Cute girl fighter. <laughs> Cute girl yeah. fighter. Yeah, that's what she is. It's true. So, yeah, I also was like looking for some examples and like, I think people in the United States, you might not know them, but do, do you two know Moomin's? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know Moomin, but only because I lived in Japan. Um, mm. I never had heard of Moomin until uh, like growing up in America. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's another animation actually from Finland. It's about yeah. these little cute white people looking fairies. Uh, fairies, I guess. What <laughs> trolls? Mm, you you see a lot in Japan. Japanese people love the characters, mm. I think. Yeah, like on anyway. And stuff. Yeah, and the, actually, the, it's really philosophical animation series in a way. Like each character says really like deep inspiring things and there mm. are books about their quotes and stuff and they use a lot of yo and ne mm. so here's one it's a little bit long in japanese but i'm gonna read it and it's a this one is a quote from mi-chan right the little girl character uh, i think it in english it's little me or something oh mm. okay so it says tokidoki それね、本当のこと言われてるからよ。So this is two sentences, and I guess the second sentence has ne and yo, and the translations. Sometimes you get annoyed when someone says something stingy to you. That's because it's the truth. <laughs> that that part is the それね、本当のこと言われてるからよ mm-hmm. part. That's yeah. because it's the truth. Uh. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. What do you think about this? Sorene. 
So this ne is not the, at the end of the sentence, but it's after the word sore, that, right? Mm. And then it's kind of working like attention getter, like I'm still in internal speaking. And right. are you listening to me, right? Kind of ne. It could be used at the end of the sentence too. I don't know. Sore ne. Mm. Yeah, that's true. If that was mm. the whole sentence. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, this this feels. I mean, and it makes sense because the character, little me or Michan, is mm. a little girl. I think. Um, yeah. But I I've heard a lot of Japanese children like speaking this way, like sore ne, ano ne, okasan ne, blah 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 ne. Mm. Like, if after every single thing they say, mm. it's like ne. Totally. Ne, ne. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just children is following what the parents is saying. I think parent often insult a lot of ne in our conversation. Mm. Right. So it's like that whole thing of like baby talk. It yeah. happens in English too. Like you change the way you speak to a child and then they pick up on the things you're saying. And so they speak childishly too. Yeah. That's mm. how they learn to speak. I've also seen a YouTube video recently uh, about this guy who is explaining about the American big transportation truck. He does a truck driver job. And then he was telling uh, like what's inside a transportation truck. And then when he was explaining about uh, each part of the transportation truck, he used a lot of names in this kind of a way like, mm. ne, ano ne. yeah that's uh, true it's kind of like uh, trying to engage the listener in your conversation I think uh, mm. so it's not necessarily childish it's just like keeping the listener engaged by I guess using that feeling that ne gives of like we're on the same page mm. Mm. I yeah. guess that's the case like for adults that's the case when it's used with like this like yeah. this ne. I don't know. For this little me one, I feel like she's a little girl. Mm. And yeah, it's maybe a part of the personality building thing. Yeah, maybe. What about Honto no koto yo? So they're saying that's because they're saying the truth. Yeah. It can also feel like feminine feeling. I can feel feminine feel mm. from this yo as well. Right. Especially because it's missing da before mm. yo. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. You could say karada yo. Mm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Instead of honto no koto yuareteru karada yo, she's saying honto no koto yuareteru kara yo. Right. Mm. I think a young generation male speech it can, like, more people use yo this way but uh, right. traditionally if that is missing it can sound more feminine i think yeah mm. i mean i have a personal experience with this where i in japan was like i hung out with a lot of queer folks and so i totally picked up like soyo and <laughs> sone things mm. like that and instead I remember, of soda yo and soda ne. <laughs> exactly and i remember um a teacher a japanese uh pe teacher that i worked with being like you know that's you sound like a girl and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the feedback. Mm, yeah. So, yeah, that missing da here does, I guess, highlight her feminine yeah. identity. I think right. it's pretty common in anime or manga to uh, highlight this kind of gender language to um, emphasize character mm. personality. Well, and gendered language is, is more common in 
anime or in fiction than it is in real life too i think yeah totally i think back in the day it was in the real life too maybe but these days it's more neutralized mm. and i guess too i mean this is a little off topic but i remember reading <laughs> that people will use uh gendered language like if you have a in a series or in a book or whatever if you have two female characters for example they might give one of them more gendered language than the other to just like as a character building device right so i don't know just yeah it makes sense i think yeah. in the, this one in this quote yeah i think it really fits me's personality like she's kind of an arrogant figure she's mm. like a little girl but like she's also really arrogant and bossy so <laughs> it kind of fits mm. yeah yeah how about ne? Can you say honto no koto yuareterukarane? Like kind of in the way like Sore ne anta honto no koto yuareterukarane. The way you said it, it sounds tough and like standoffish, I guess. But if you said it in more kind way, <laughs> then <laughs> it might have sounded more friendly, maybe? Karane, mm. like maybe talking to the child. Yeah. Hontonokarane. Mm. Right. Mm. Yeah. Well, this is really hard. <laughs> you yeah. That. Mm. yeah. Okay, let's talk about one last example to understand this nuance a little more better, even though it's hard. <laughs> and the, the last one is from real life. Mm. So imagine you are on a bus in Japan and are totally spaced out. When you came back to yourself, you get freaked out because you might have missed the bus stop. You wanted to get off at such a common experience, though. Like <laughs> taking a bus in Japan, trains great, buses so stressful. Like mm. knowing when to get off, right? So yeah. I can relate to this. So you might ask another person, "What's the next bus stop?" And mm. then this person said, "Like it's Tokyo Station." This response can be like Tokyo Eki desu yo, Tokyo Eki desu ne, Tokyo Eki desu. Either of them work. What do you think the difference is between them? Hmm. First, I think Tokyo Eki desu is like without any sentence ending particles. It feels more, I guess it's just like stating the fact. Which is mm. that, would you say that that's probably like my mm. instinct was that that would be the most common choice? Mm. It sounds kind of cold. Too. Oh. Yeah. So I guess. It depends on how you want to present yourself or the relationship with yeah. the person. Yeah. If you ask the mm. bus driver, Tokyo Eki desu sounds fine because he's just asking in a business way. And then right. business mm. conversation can be like quick and simple. It's just a neutral and it doesn't I, really feel yeah, cold. That's true. Maybe like the bus driver maybe announced. If they announced, then that would be Tokyo Eki desu because it's not communicating. Can I just... Yeah interject really quick <laughs> one thing that i sorry but i'm like having a lot of memories about buses in japan i always <laughs> thought it was so funny how bus drivers announce things like oh the God, voice yeah. they use yeah can, can yeah. somebody give an example like are you it's well, so crazy yeah. oh my gosh there was a really crazy one like we ex me and my husband ex like so in yokohama it was like a female driver but like I don't know how to explain it. it was, she used like soft voice. Yeah. Okay, I can't, I, I can't do it. <laughs> I yeah. I remember like male drivers, they'd be like, Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's really often like you can't even like hear. Yeah, like what did you say? I don't remember. Yeah, it's. I don't think I had like, a whole yes. thing. Yeah, yeah, they have a whole thing going on. That's so yeah. funny. I, I, yeah, I totally get it. <laughs> now okay, I really want to go I, to Japan and I hope on the <laughs> bus to do this experience. I want to listen to it. Yeah. Uh, um. But yeah, so I was thinking about it. I guess. So let's say I ask like some nice old obachan mm. grandma next to me, like, uh, "What's the next bus stop?" I think she'd probably say, "I don't know." Like, would she say Tokyo Kidis? I, I feel like it still depends on the kinds of people involved in this interaction. True. But like, I imagine a, an old lady could be like, Tokyo desu yo, to me, because she's like being nice and informing. But I could mm. see if I like woke up a businessman and he was like, Tokyo desu yo, he might be like pissed off. Right. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking about too many other variables and not just yo and ne. Mm, I don't yeah. know. I might be changing the scenario. <laughs> Tokyo, so Tokyo this sounds more like the announcement um, right. that driver would make uh, in a softer voice. And Tokyo Desuyo sounds like maybe like late night bus, maybe the final bus of the day. And like it arrives the final destination and the driver come up and say to like a Drunk salary man or something, <laughs> <laughs> and mm-hmm. like this you like, hey, this is the final stop. Like, I don't know what to do with you. Like, hey, wake up, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Tokyo eki yo. It's final mm-hmm. stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you ever use Tokyo eki desu ne? Tokyo eki desu. Yeah, Tokyo eki desu ne sounds like maybe the person who asked wasn't sure either. So like mm-hmm. the confirmation process is like, uh. Wait, I don't know either. I'm not sure either. But right. I'll get it. Yeah. Like, I also, kind of doing that together. Don't, don't you mm. think that... I'm not sure if this is just a Japanese thing or a thing in general, but like being a little bit unsure, like hedging, mm. is a politeness strategy too. So being like, if you ask somebody, like, what's the next stop? And they say, ah, Tokyo ki desu ne. Like, mm. it sounds mm. politer and softer. Just like you might say, oh, I, th- I think it's Tokyo Station. Even if you yeah. know. Yeah, I feel that like uh, this helping you kind of feeling. So it's a little more polite, I think. Yeah. I totally get it. Like cashier uses that a lot. Mm, like yeah. when they say the total like amount. Yeah. <laughs> of like whatever you purchase. Like 520 yen or something. Mm. Mm. I wonder if it's like a younger generation thing too. Because... I was working at a grocery store in Japan and then I was sampling something there, wine or something. And then I was explaining about the product to this old man. And then <laughs> I, I told him, like, I forget, like maybe I was talking about the price, like, saying this, ne. And then like he was shocked that I used the ne because I was giving him some new information he doesn't know. And then he was like, ne? And then... Like, oh. He gave me the yeah face expression of like oh these days uh, young young you kids know, young kids oh <laughs> yeah really I I never had the experience but that's really interesting yeah but it's kind of that's sort of like um that reminds me of people complain about like fake kego like yeah fake like polite language. Kego. Mm. yeah where they're mm. like um omizu ni narimasu like. Here's, yeah, here's some water. And it's mm. like, naru means become. 
So mm. technically they're saying like, oh, this has become water for you. Mm. And yeah. people don't like that. There are like a vital, like per time job. Keigo. Yeah. 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 Is it okay, Cameron, that uh, I will be nitpicky and correct your intonation over what you just said? Omizu oh, sure. Because if you said omizu instead of omizu, it sounds like, like you are a nighttime worker. Oh. <laughs> and then ninarimasu becomes. So I will work at a nightclub oh. is what it sounded yeah. like. You got to be like hostess. Okay, I'm into this. So or host. give me, <laughs> give me a, so I should have, I said omizu and I should have said omizu. Yeah, like, omizu ninarimasu. Then that's oh. a, here is the water. And then omizu ninarimasu is like, I'm going to be a hostess. Uh-huh. Or host. Mm. Or, or host. Yeah. Or whatever. Host. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Sorry. <laughs> it just stick that, in my yeah, head. That's, yeah. That's, I just yeah. see my personal feeling has towards intonation has always been, I'm just going to force my listener to figure out what I mean. <laughs> and like, because <laughs> by context, you can usually figure it out. Yeah, mm, um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> if you though. ever, say, <laughs> if you have ever had a chance to say that, like out of blue, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like everyone. I'm leaving Tofugu. Omizu <laughs> 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we went to the other way a little bit, but today we <laughs> talked about particle yo and ne. They are the sentence aiding particles that can add a certain nuance to a Japanese sentence. So if you liked our podcast, please review us on iTunes. If you leave a comment, we might read it and give you a shout out on a future episode as well. And here's right. a review. I've got a shout out here from TB. Artst or Tabartst? Don't know. Sorry. You need more vowels in your <laughs> username. So here's your review. Love it. I've been a Wanikana user for about a year, an eager Tofuga reader for nearly a decade, and was even subscribed to Text Fugu back in the day. Yet somehow, I only recently started listening to this podcast. Since quarantine began, listening to the Tofugu podcast while cooking has been a bright spot in my life. Oh. I only wish episodes came out more frequently. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> Great job, guys. Mm, that's a nice review. Thank you. Yeah. And very relatable. I mostly listen to podcasts while cooking as well. Oh, mm. nice. Tohoku mm -hmm. podcast? Um, yeah. I mean, like he said, we don't have them that regularly to listen to. So. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. And there's another one from Owen89. Uh, they said, awesome. It's really helped with some of my struggles in class like pronunciation and transitive and intransitive verbs and kept me entertained. Thanks. Oh, thanks mm. too, Owen89. Thank you. Yeah, it's so nice and motivating for us to know we are actually yeah. helping people. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Owen. Thank you. And thank you all for listening to the episode. If you liked our podcast, please review us on our iTunes. And also, please let us know if you think the soup is something to eat or something to drink as well. Yeah, I'd be really <laughs> interested. Yeah. 
<laughs> we'll try to make more useful episodes, so stay tuned. See you then. Bye. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Bye.